Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 48 of Be With Me in the book of 1 Corinthians. We're in a section of spiritual giftedness in chapter 12. And there's an advantage to the way that we're doing this. So we've been walking through, we started with the Gospels and then did Galatians, Thessalonians, James, and now in Corinth. The reason is, is we're doing a sequential uh, walk through the New Testament. And therefore, when a new topic comes up, uh, this is a new item that's never really been discussed before in the whole history of the church. And today is one of those um, uh, one of those things. It's talking about the manifestation of the Spirit. And, and Paul is trying to explain it to the Galatians. The Galatians are going to get it wrong, of course. Uh, they don't have a, a history of Jewishness for, for 2,000 years. Uh, you know, they're rookies as far as coming to God is concerned. It's only been 20 years or so since Jesus walked on the earth. And now we have this new empowering and apportioning and manifesting of the Spirit to, to kind of give robust health to the church that requires some energy of mankind and fueled, enabled by the energy of God. Uh, but basically, since Jesus, there's something new is happening. There's like this new sheriff in town, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Golly, things are different. Uh, the Holy Spirit is saying, hey, you guys are going to need some help, so I'm going to indwell you. I've promised this before. So there, it's not the first time this is mentioned in the Bible, but it's the first time that it's been explained in this developed way. So listen in here to the gifts of the Spirit and listen with the ears that this has never been discussed before in spiritual land and in the Bible. So Paul is explaining this to the Corinthians. 12.7 To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the, by the one Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy... To another, the ability to distinguish spirits. To another, various kinds of tongues and the interpretation of tongues. All these are empowered by one and the same Spirit, who apportions to each one individually as he wills. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one in body, so it is with Christ. For in one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one Spirit. For the body does not consist of one member, but many. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of the body. If the body, if the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? So here we see this blossoming gifts of of service and activity and knowledge and faith and healing and miracles and prophecy and discernment and tongues and interpretation of tongues. And uh, we, we get this, that, that there's this new sense of activity of God. That is God who is kind of invisible, but now he's indwelling, so that's new. And then he wants to this indwelling to be visible and apparent and touchable. And so he's manifesting himself in his body, in the people of the church, in a specific person, and in general in the people of the church, 
in this new period for the blessing of the church. So, um, so we see this new picture of the church where it's fighting above its weight class. How does that happen? Well, because of the enablements uh, of, uh, of the Lord. And he's engaging, we see the church engaging in the powers for the common good, for the benefit of the community. All right, so the Father and Son and Spirit are all engaged in this, in giving gifts. Uh, the gift is handed to us by the Holy Spirit. Um, but there's this giddy-up thing. There's this engagement where the this theoretical indwelling of the Lord is manifested, engaged externally, and demonstrated by the activities of the church. Why? Well, for the for the common good. It's for the benefit and blessing of demonstrating God to the to to everybody that the that the world may experience Him, that the church may experience. It's in a sense, it's this is where we're touched by heaven, and this obviously authenticates the new covenant. We talked about the new covenant, I think, two days ago, which was the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Hey, I'm going to live inside of you, and I'm going to live inside of you in this particular way, and this is kind of the explanation of that particular way. And just appreciate with me today that this has never been fo- before been mentioned in the Bible uh, or any other spiritual text in this particular way, it, because it never happened before. So Paul is here 20 or 25 years after Jesus has walked the earth, is explaining this to, to, the, um, uh, to the Corinthians, and of course they're going to get this wrong because they don't have any spiritual experience. They don't have the 2,000 years of Jewish uh, uh, history. So let's give them a little bit of, um, you know, just cut them a little bit of a, a slack because the Corinthians are trying to make sense of that. And of course, they're going to get it wrong. Um, and then Paul is going to be using the Holy Spirit's gift in teaching and in knowledge and helping them make sense of this. All right. So we have a 2,000-year history of God, in, in the Bible at least, and today, we get this new picture of God saying, hey guys, I'm going to give you gifts and service and activities in, in a special way with gifts of knowledge and faith and healing and miracles and prophecy and discernment. And there's more to come about administration and teaching. And so this is not an exhaustive list. Um, but I'm saying that these gifts may or may not be exactly the same today, now 2,000 years later. We can fight about that uh, at at another time. But the point is, God is the same. The character of God is the same. The indwelling is the same. His empowering the church uh, is the same. His love for the church uh, is the same. So there's a lot that's still the same now today, 2,000 years uh, later. We may have a different day. We may have a different task, but we have the same God who's indwelling. So we find today that God is gifting his church and manifesting himself. Fantastic. It's a new day. Thanks for listening.